0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now.
1: What's up and welcome inside Studio 34. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, holding it down for Dane Martinez once again this week. Myself and Tony Sincata will spend the next hour getting you ready for tonight's NBA slate and daily fantasy hoops. Not to mention, we'll take a look ahead to wild card weekend in the NFL. Tony, five games on the NBA slate tonight. Happy New Year, brother. How you doing,
2: my man? I'm doing good, and you know what? I'm happy for my role here at the Fantasy Sports Network because I was listening to a lot of shows today, and I I realized, like, oh, crap i got to start doing this football for the weekend, right, because we got a little extra time tonight. So I'll, I'll go over the quarterbacks. I'll cover it. And that's going to happen this week. Well, you guys are talking about coaching searches that might happen after some of our listening audience dies. So I feel like um, I'm giving more relevant information. I feel better about myself.
1: No doubt about that. you got the big slate tonight, so that information is out there and more useful to the fantasy sports player than NFL coaching searches. I guess you were How trying about to me, get though? our demos ready, Tony. <laughs> yeah, and I, how,
2: do I, how, how do I feel like you guys all missed a layup today? Which one was that? I thought I nailed the Monday night replacement for John Gruden. I think it's for sure Peyton Manning. You say for
1: sure it's Peyton Manning. I heard you mention that on On Target. I was saying they should go get Charles Barkley, but because that would be the that most would be, I, that would be entertaining right there. But Peyton Manning yeah. also could be entertaining, and you're right about the Papa John's. If he's still doing those commercials, he don't have no problem being in front of a microphone.
2: No, and then the Papa John's, and he's doing uh, all-state commercials. He, he loves to keep himself out there, and I think this is the way to do it.
1: Well, it's interesting. Talk a little bit more NFL later on in the program. But, Tony, we got five NBA games on deck tonight. What are some of the injury situations we'll be following throughout the course of the next
2: hour? The biggest one's going to be Kevin Love and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, tonight they open up in a game against Portland. That's going to be on a national broadcast, and Kevin Love's an, an, an integral part of that Cleveland offense I think LeBron James is a must-have already in a five-game slate, but if Kevin Love's out, he's definitely a guy a must-have, and it would open the door for Jeff Green. So that's what we're looking at now. Now, Kawhi Leonard's expected to play against the Knicks, but he's not played any back-to-back games this season. So I think with the craziness that happens with the San Antonio Spurs – I'd be a little hesitant until we find out for sure that Lennon's playing. Obviously had that situation
1: a week ago where it looked like Kawhi, Kawhi yeah. Leonard would be in the lineup. So um, definitely want to keep an eye on that as we lead you up to tip-off. What about uh, De'Aaron Fox? I know his name was mentioned earlier in some reports.
2: Yeah, he's going to play tonight. De'Aaron Fox is going to get back in the lineup tonight. He's available for the Kings. They also lost Frank Mike Mason to a uh, right heel contusion, which will free up some playing time uh, for De'Aaron Fox in uh, George Hill. Uh, Damian Lillard was a guy that missed last night's game, but he is going to play tonight, and there's been no minutes restriction reported as of yet. Isaiah Thomas makes his return for Cleveland. He's on a 20- 20 to 22-minute restriction, so do not play him at all. I would be surprised if he played 50 minutes.
1: All right, if you want to get involved, interact with us on Lineup Lock Live, head on over to at the Tony Sincotta on Twitter. That's T-H-E, Tony, C-I-N-C-O-T-T-A. Vote in our polls. We'll give you the results a little bit later on in the program. Lineup Lock is off and running. When we come back, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Portland Trail Blazers. Dame Dollar on the court, not to mention Isaiah Thomas makes his
0: 2018 debut.
1: Fantasy football season may be over, but FNTSY is still your go-to spot for fantasy sports news and talk, and entertainment, and the good old advice. Line up, block Live right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parsons holding down for Spitting Speeds. Tony Sincata. five games on the docket. Let's get ready to break them down tonight, and let's start in Cleveland. Eastern Conference champion Cleveland Cavaliers tonight take on the Portland Trailblazers 212 is the total in this one. Implied team total for Portland, 108. Implied team total for Cleveland, 110. Eight point home favorite, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Isaiah Thomas makes his debut tonight. Tony,
2: what do you think about this game right here, this nationally televised contest? You know, this is one of the t- games with the higher totals tonight, but yet we got a problem because they just divide the work evenly. Damon Lillard's coming back off an injury. He'd be a guy I would like tonight. I think there's a little bit of concern about going with him. I think Shabazz Napier will get more time than he usually gets when Lillard plays. Evan Turner is a cheap play he could actually use tonight. al Amino is a guy at $4,500. The price is okay, but he has no upside for play there. So I think that's a little tough. The Cleveland Cavaliers have gotten better against the Suns since um, Tristan Thompson came back. He got one of the Kardashian girls pregnant. You hear about that? Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's probably not the best idea.
2: Joseph Nurkic, um, so I'm a little concerned there. His price is better over for FanDuel. I go there. So for me, basically, I'm ruling out the Portland side of things. Now, on Cleveland, I like LeBron James tonight. I think he's the guy you have to have in your lineup. Here's the thing you got to remember, people. When it's only five games, if somebody goes off for 50, 60 fantasy points, and the next score is only 40 fantasy points, those are hard to make up. When you only have five games, those are hard to make up. So you, the lower the amount of games, you got to have the elite player in your lineup. And I think you need LeBron James in your lineup tonight to go ahead and compete at this level. And then the only other guy I like is if Kevin Love doesn't play, Jeff Green then becomes the guy you put in your lineup.
1: So there you go. Right there. That is the game between the Portland Trailblazers and the Cleveland Cavaliers. How many minutes you think it uh, Isaiah Thomas logs tonight, Tone?
2: Everything I read was 20 to 22, but I think a lot's going to be 10 on the game flow. He won't get past 22, but I think it could be less. Okay, interesting to see how that one plays out. Uh, uh,
1: and Steps away from where I'm at right now, the San Antonio Spurs take on the New York Knicks. 201 is the total in this game. Implied team total for... The Spurs is 103, implied team total for the Knicks, 98. Spurs come into Madison Square Garden as a five-point favorite tone. This game kicks off, well, excuse me, tips off in football mode. This game tips off at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time right here at the world's most greatest arena.
2: I'll tell you what, this game is very interesting to me because there's a guys that could go off but I'm not in love because there's all some warts on some of these guys. Like, Tony Parker's price is too low in this game. In the New York Knicks, a uh, 28 in the league at defending the point guard. Uh, the 4100 bucks price is there. But some nights, Tony Parker mails it in at 20 minutes. And if we get 20 minutes, we still might get a payoff. But our definitely limits our upside. Uh, Tony Parker's coming off a game where he had eight fantasy points. The game before that, against the Knicks, he had 23. If we get 23 at 4100 will be all right. That's five times the value. That's what we want. Uh, so there's some risk there, and I don't think there's a lot of upside. So Tony Parker's a guy who could play. I think Paul Gasol tonight on FanDuel, the price is too cheap. He's at $6,200, which is less than on FanDuel's $6,900. So he comes into play. And the million-dollar question tonight is Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard hasn't played past 27 minutes yet. Mm. He hasn't got more than 27 fantasy points. To pay off tonight, you need 34, 37 fantasy points. This Knicks team is terrible defensively. So you got a shot tonight. You got a shot with him. I'm not gambling on him. It's a back-to-back, so I don't think you get excess minutes. So I'll stay away from him. And one guy in the Knicks that I, I really got to talk about is French Frank. This guy has gotten more and more playing time, and now is starting to live up to the draft pick. He's 4,700. San Antonio is a very good defensive team. So I won't take a shot on him tonight, but in the last three games, he's put up 22 fantasy points, 37 against the Spurs, which he had double-digit assist. In the Bulls, he had 23. He's getting the playing time. He's going to break in the starting lineup soon. I think he's a guy with high upside. I don't have him in my lineup tonight as of yet, but I think he's worthy of consideration.
1: Player to watch, French Frank. I noticed you didn't mention Kyle Landerson.
2: Yeah, Kyle Anderson is a guy tonight that I think with the whole uh, Kawhi Leonard situation, that really dictates a lot of his playing time on how much minutes he plays, and he's a guy that he doesn't shoot the ball enough. When you look at his usage rate, he's at 14%. When you look at some of the top players on the San Antonio Spurs, 26%, 26%, 21%. So basically out of the uh, top seven players that are in the rotation he shoots up the ball less. There's just less room for error, and you take a minute or two away from him, it's going to be a huge difference.
1: All right, let's move to one, of the, one of the, another one of the games that Vegas takes is going to be high-scoring. That's the Atlanta Hawks at the Phoenix Sun. 218 is the total in that one. Implied team total for the Hawks is 108. Implied team total for the Suns, 110. Suns, a two-point home favorite in this contest, Tony. 9 p.m. tip-off for this.
2: I love this game, man. This is a game that uh, we just can uh, throttle. Uh, You look at the Atlanta Hawks and Phoenix Suns, both very poor defensively. Um, These guys will go up and down the court. They'll play how balls to the walls. And it's really a huge uh, upgrade for the uh, Atlanta Hawks as far as pace goes because Phoenix Suns plays at such a crazy pace that even the Atlanta Hawks, who play a decent pace, uh, get moved up here. So I love Dennis Schroeder tonight. I like Tarion Prince and John Collins. All three of those guys will be in my lineup tonight. Now, Kent Bazemore is a little cheaper on FanDuel. They're 29th in the league um, in defensive efficiency, so Kent Bazemore can come into play. So basically, you could throw five starters in there from Atlanta. I think Dennis Schroeder, Kent Bazemore, Torian Prince, and John Collins and Marco Bellinelli all have a shot to be in their lineups, but I'm using three. I'm using Schroeder. I'm using Torian Prince, and I'm using John Collins.
1: This should be a good game. Like I said, Tony. this is the one right here that DFS only should be looking forward to tonight. I do think this is where a lot of the scoring comes from, that nice high team total, and I think that defense will be at a minimum. Uh, also tonight, we have the Charlotte Hornets traveling to Sacramento. Oh, the Sa- let, me grab, sorry. let me grab
2: the Phoenix guys first. Oh, right, my the bad, The Phoenix Tony. guys. Yeah, the Phoenix guys. Devin Book is too high tonight on DraftKings. He's 9,100. Uh, but he's only $8,000 on FanDuel. I think you play him on FanDuel. On DraftKings, I'm a little scared off of the price. He could still have a good game. Marquise Chris is a guy that I like tonight. He's been on a roll. He should have been this good since the start of the year, uh, but, Corey, he revealed today that he's ate too much fast food during the offseason.
1: You really know had to play yourself into shape, huh, Tom?
2: Yeah, I mean, what the heck? I mean, you know, Paul Pierce, who's going to be in the Hall of Fame, one of the great Boston Celtics of all time, he used to go to Burger King every day.
1: Really? You know, he got stabbed too.
2: Yeah, he did when he first, <laughs> when he first came to town. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. We take for granted uh, in the United States a lot of these situations, but in the Dominican Republic, these guys get robbed and, and their families get taken all the time. Um, I forget who the latest player was, but it was just a baseball player. Uh, same situation, and he's like, people wonder why we leave the Dominican Republic and we don't stay in our countries because they always get held hostage and they uh, they get threatened and stolen from when they're in these other countries.
1: Taking advantage of held hostage. These guys basically become the economy, so not a good situation right there. Solid Hornets at the Sacramento Kings, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Tip-off Vegas total in this one is 2.05. Um, Hornets' implied total, 104.5. The implied total for the Sacramento Kings is 100.5. Hornets going to this game tone as a four-point road favorite.
2: One guy loving this game. I love Dwight Howard tonight, and that's always a recipe for disaster. But I'm going in <laughs> all the way. He's got Kostas Koufis against him tonight, who can't defend anyone. He is going to eat them alive tonight if Dwight feels like playing. That's the only problem. They're 28th in the league against Senators. They're 29th in defensive efficiency. Everything is set up there. I stopped my team with LeBron James. The second guy I put in is Dwight Howard, and then I get those Atlanta guys in tonight.
1: Interesting to see how this one plays out. What about a guy like Zach Randolph?
2: Zach's not a guy I love tonight, mm-hmm. and he's not a bad play, though, on this slate. I don't think it's a great matchup. The total's low in this game, 204. We just talked about a 218 yep. and 214. And they've gotten a couple guys back in the front court that have taken some of the playing time away from Zach Randolph when he was getting the 30 minutes of time. The injuries for Sacramento right now are in the back court. Now the one thing is on FanDuel, Zach Randolph's a thousand dollars less than DraftKings, so I feel a little better about him over there. And one other guy, George Hill, should get some playing time tonight. Both of the uh, shooting guard and the in the um, point guard, and I, mean, I hate playing George Hill. There's never a huge game for him. But at $4,600, he's certain worthy of a play. And a Bogdan Bogdanovich is a guy that could play. And remember, we discovered last week there's two of them, so make sure you get the one on Sacramento.
1: Make sure you get the right Bogdan Bogdanovich. Hard to believe there's two. Bogdan Bogdanovich <laughs> is in the NBA but yes there is, you do not want to miss these gentlemen up as it could make an easy uh, ending to your night got one more game left on the slate, we'll break that then on the other side with the Memphis Gri- Grizzlies excuse me, and the Los Angeles Clippers also we'll get to our NBA polls got some DFS week, uh, excuse me some wild card weekend DFS quarterback talk coming up, it's Fantasy Executive Tony St. line Lineup block Live right here on FNTSY Radio Want to participate in our NBA and NFL DFS polls? Head on over to at the Tony Sincata on Twitter. We get ready to go down and break those down in a few moments. But first, don't forget. Also, got some NFL talk coming up as we get ready for Wild Card Weekend. Still can place DFS with a good, with a pretty decent slate coming up this weekend. So we got you covered for that as we get ready to talk about our quarterbacks. Got that information coming for you before we reach the top of that hour, also a re-update in the NBA injury situation. Tony, last NBA game of the night, the Memphis Grizzlies traveled to the Staples Center to take on the Clip Joint. 206 is the total in this one. For the Memphis Grizzlies, implied total is 100. Implied team total for the Clip Joint is 105.8. Clippers are a a five-and-a-half-point home favorite.
2: Yeah, there's only a couple guys I like in this game. I think that for whatever reason, if you wanted to lay off LeBron James tonight try to go contrarian. Blake Griffin's the guy you go, right? Because really? I don't think you could fit him. Yeah, I don't think you could fit them both in salary-wise. So it will give you an alternative there. I'm not going to do this. But if you wanted to do that, you could do this. Here's the reason I – there's a couple reasons I don't want to do this. This game's going to be a slower pace and a slower total. But he's put up in his three game in his two games since coming back, 47 fantasy points and 41 – and they played 33 minutes and 32 minutes in each of those two games. I think LeBron's going to get right around the 50 mark tonight. Mm-hmm. So you only might lose two and a half points in the same and $2,000 on salary. So in a tournament play, I think you can feasibly play Blake Griffin tonight instead of LeBron.
1: Well, that's an interesting call right there. What some other – any other any – other, um, anything else on the Clippers you'd be willing to look at tonight?
2: When I look at the rest of the uh, Clippers tonight – He's really hogged the ball lately since he's come back, man. It's really changed a lot of the player patterns. Like Lou Williams and Milos uh, Teodosic are guys that were playing really well, and they're still playing the amount of time. They just don't get the ball enough. This guy's uh, shooting the ball 29% of the time.
1: When you look at the Memphis side, Mark Gasol, any interest?
2: Yeah, Gasol uh, does, and so does Tyreek Evans. Yeah. they won't be able to stay with Tyreek. The salary's a little inflated with a uh, FanDuel nine thousand eighty-two hundred. That's why he's not in my lineup. But I think he plays a decent game tonight. Marcus Saul against uh, DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan's a guy that looks good because he gets rebounds, gets a block every once in a while. But sometimes he forgets who he's even covering. Yes,
1: yeah, this is true, son. And be very careful with tonight, <laughs> Dwight Howard tonight, also. <laughs> You've been warned, but definitely a good play. All right, Tone, let's get ready to hit up these polls, see what the people are thinking. Let's start at the point guard position. Uh, Point guard most likely to play in DFS basketball this evening. We have Dame Dollar, Damian Litter at 8,500. Tyreek Evans at 8,200. Dennis Schroeder at 7,300. My guy, Kimball Walker at 7,500. Tone, which way is the public leaning and which way is the right call?
2: Yeah, I think the public's on the money tonight. Dennis Schroeder, 7,300 against the Phoenix Suns. Who one of the last two in the league at defending the point guard position. So I like that. The only guy I would stay away from is Lillard. Coming back off that injury, I would just be hesitant to throw him out there now. Uh, but the rest of the three of these guys are good plays, but I like Dennis Schroeder the best, and they nailed it.
1: Shooting where we look like we're going to get some of our value at tonight. Got Buddy Hield at 4500 Evan Turner at 3800 Devin Booker comes with a big price tag at 9100 Hundred, excuse me, and George Hill at forty six hundred. How are the people looking at the shooting guard uh, situation tonight, Tone?
2: Fifty seven percent of the people went with Devin Booker, which mm. I have no problem saying he's going to be the best out of this group. But you got to pay a big price for you to pay off. You got to get forty six fantasy points. Kenny, yes, I would just take Evan Turner in the thirty eight hundred bucks, and I would try to pencil him in for the eighteen fantasy points there and go from there. So I don't think you got a bad play, people. I just think you're asking a lot.
1: Sometimes you don't want to do that, Tone, especially
2: right after the holidays. No, you don't want to ask that. Someone asked if me and you were long-term. I didn't know we were a thing.
1: <laughs> no, this is new. This is new to me, too, Tone. Um, I didn't know we were a thing, either. <laughs> Hopefully, we can make it. Um, I've failed a lot of times in the past. So. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> uh, Going over to small forward, obviously the big name on the docket tonight. Mind you, these prices are at DraftKings.com. LeBron James at $11,700. Kawhi Leonard, $6,700. TJ Warren, $6,800. What we got, Tone?
2: Yeah, to me, it's LeBron James. Like I said, I'm going to stop my lineups out there. $11,700, throw him in the lineup. I think there's a little risk with Kawhi Leonard. I mentioned earlier he hasn't hit twenty seven over 27 fantasy points. Now where the salary is, we need to get thirty four. I'm a little concerned about that. I'm even a little concerned. It wouldn't shock me if I uh, started the game and all of a sudden Kawhi Lenard wearing a suit. <laughs> and uh he uh we've getting a confirmation now. He is playing tonight. Kevin Love is playing tonight as well. Would, so would love Kevin playing. Love and Kawhi Leonard are both in.
1: With Love playing, what are you going to do with LeBron James exposure wise?
2: Yeah, I, LeBron's in all my lineups tonight. He's gonna, I'm going to go away with him. It basically just eliminates the rest of the Cleveland Cavaliers for me tonight. I, I don't love Kevin Love tonight, and that's no pun on words. But if you want to put him in, you could because he's been playing great. But I'm a little concerned to see how the ball distribution should go tonight with Isaiah Thomas in the lineup mm. because before it was just LeBron and Kevin um, Love, Dwayne Wade would come in with a second unit. And they wouldn't interfere with the ball. Now you're adding another multi-feet with Isaiah Thomas, even though he'll be in a limited role tonight.
1: Yeah, he likes to score, too. He likes to like fill the stat sheet. Yeah. Power forwards. We got four on the docket tonight for voting on. At Tony Sincana on Twitter. These prices are draft hickings, The Aldridge at 7600 Alpha Rika Minu, forty five. K. KP, Christos Porzingis, 8,300, going up against the San Antonio Spurs. And Alex Lynn coming in at 4,700. Lynn and Aminu represent the values, Tony, while Aldridge and Porzingis are the big dogs. Which way you think ownership is going?
2: I like Aminu and Len in this one. I think you take those two guys and go cheap. Porzingis, it doesn't matter who I put. If I put this guy in a poll with, uh, I don't know, Jim Belushi, he's going to be <laughs> Jim Belushi in a joke-off. Because... Every poll we've ever done, he wins. I don't know if Twitter's big in whatever country he came from or just big in New York. He wins every poll. The San Antonio Spurs are too good defensively to go in there and throw this guy out there and try to get 45 fantasy points. Can he do it? Yeah, he's a quality player. But you can't. They play the ball slow. They slow down. It's a bad matchup for Pazinkas. Amino and Alex are both in good matchups there. I think you save a little money and go down.
1: When you look at the centers that are going to be in action tonight, the big men, the men in the middle, where you got to get your DFS points from. Let's talk about these four guys right here: Marcus All at eight at eight thousand, John Collins forty nine hundred, Tyson Chandler still getting it done. Tyson. Yeah, forty four hundred.
2: I actually, he's not a bad play. I don't have him in in my lineups, but he's not a bad play tonight, and he's actually playing pretty well. Uh, but the two guys in my lineup tonight is Dwight Howard, 7,400, and John Collins, 4,900. Uh, with the dual position eligibility, Use uh, John Collins, at power forward in your lineups. And he could go from there. And we'll give you any other updates that come out a little later. And, of course, we'll give you the lineup a little uh, later there. You know, it's interesting when you look at DFS basketball and people playing now with football uh, coming to an end. And we just got the playoffs going. More and more people are looking at basketball, and do you think basketball is as popular as it once was? I think basketball
1: is definitely as popular as it once was. I think people get more into it after the All-Star break because of kind of the stress of the NFL season. The NFL is kind of America's passion, so People are locked and loaded on the NFL. You get through the holidays, the month of January, I think after the All-Star break, you really start to see more and more people get into basketball. But as far as the fantasy and DFS purposes, it's definitely a thriving game.
2: Yeah, I think it's uh, actually the one sport other than golf, that in golf, is that the DFS perspective is more than the season long uh, right now. And the, with all the injuries and everything that's concerned with it, it's really, really Made for daily fantasy. I mean, all of a sudden you got a season-long league. I've had guys in my lineup for a week that I couldn't change because then they were out.
1: Yeah, so definitely that, is, that does make it a tough go. And like you said, I do think the sport was built for DFS tone. Let me ask you this though: I want to. Uh, we got some breaking news in the oh, NFL. which 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 or is it which one? What, what, what is it? Springing on me. Marvin Lou retained as head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. That's what I was just about to bring up to you, Tone. The dollar store Bengals have once again decided that they can give Marvin Lewis another $40 an hour to coach their football
2: team. Yes, yes. You know what's crazy about that? Thank God, CBS. I can't click on anything on CBS without it playing a damn ad. uh, Yeah. And they got a little extra time on our show tonight. So, uh, CBS, you're welcome about that. But uh, Marvin Lewis, man – where did that story come from that it was all
1: done? It it seemed like it came from him at first, didn't address it, then we just about for sure that he was out the door. But the Bengals are not Marvin Lewis is going to be there until they decide to open up their wallets. They are not going to go on a head coaching search and brace and pay a big time guy to come in there. They've they're satisfied with it. The, the Cincinnati Bengals are satisfied with being mediocre as long as they can keep their bottom as long as long as they are in the green, the Cincinnati Bengals will continue to do it this way. I would feel bad to be a part of that fan base.
2: I'll tell you what. The whole thing with that Bengals, though, is if you really look at Marvin Lewis, what he's done over his career with a very limited payroll, a very limited structure. And for all we know, I'm sure they have a real cheap scouting department and not a lot of evidence is there. I think he's done a decent job.
1: To be there that long. That but that's I look at the undisciplined nature of that team. Guys like Burfick, we've seen we've seen problems with him. Pac-Man Jones, even though not really doing anything else off the field anymore, we've seen on the field stuff with him. The way they play against the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think those type of disciplinary problems I think is haunted Marvin Lewis and I think may continue to haunt him. Uh, in this situation in Cincinnati I look at that, the Andy Dalton situation He's not really going to get no better They had this Pittsburgh team, Steelers team Beat a couple years ago and threw that one away it, it, I think there's plenty of, of reasons for Marvin
2: Jones Marvin Lewis, excuse me, to not be there any longer So uh, Marvin's there and I think the Buffalo fans love him
1: <laughs> Going to be interesting to see how the NFL coaching carousel shakes out of course, we got you covered on that on FNTSY Radio. We come back on the other side. We want to get ready to break down some NFL stuff, maybe get you some more NFL news and notes, but definitely look ahead to Wild Card Weekend. What quarterback you should be using in your DFS lineups. The tournament that leads with the crowning of a new NFL champion in the Super Bowl kicks off this weekend, and of course you can get involved from a fantasy point. The Fantasy football is not over. So we get you ready to talk a little bit of DFS for wild card weekend in the NFL. Let's go ahead and try to get our quarterback set in tone. I want to start in the AFC where the Jacksonville Jaguars and Blake Bortles take on the Buffalo Bills. Bills Mafia. Get into the playoffs after 17 years. Bills Mafia in the playoffs. Tyrod Taylor, Blake Bortles, the two quarterbacks in this competition.
2: Yeah, this is the game featuring the lowest total. Uh, Started out at 40 and has been bet down at 39.5, 39 in some places. I find it hard with Tyrod Taylor going up against Jacksonville to uh, fall in love with that. And I also think it's going to be tough uh, to go ahead the other route in this one. Uh, with Blake Bortles against the Buffalo Bills. I think the Bills' defense is a little overrated. I think at the beginning of the year they played great, but you can't trade all the talent they did. It'd still be good, and they led up to six most points of quarterbacks. So I'm going to stay away from both quarterbacks in this contest.
1: Been a roller coaster ride for Blake Bortles. Terrible. Good. Terrible again. What what Blake Bortles do you think we get for the playoffs?
2: I'll tell you what, I think you're going to see a lot of Leonard Fournette, Mm -hmm. and they're going to try to run it down the throats uh, of Buffalo until he falls apart and then throw a couple passes here and there. Um, We saw the wide receivers, I think the last two games, have taken a hit for Jacksonville. We all had expectations of D.D. Westbrook. We saw a little flash of Keelan Cole, uh, but Keelan Cole has made a couple mistakes the last couple games, and it looks like the uh, wide receivers look like what they are, rookies trying to find their way through an NFL season.
1: Other AFC matchup, this is going to be the, the Saturday at 4 o'clock Eastern time start. This is the one we love to take our Saturday afternoon nap on. It always seems to feature the Kansas City Chiefs this year once again. They are the home team and going up against the Tennessee Titans. Also been a roller coaster of a season for one Alex Smith. Tony, as his backup in waiting, Pat Mahomes is on the bench. But Smith will get this full playoff ride. He may have a good shot at catching. Cash, cash and at the end, I think... You got him going up against a Tennessee Titans uh Chiefs, excuse me, a Tennessee Chiefs a Tennessee Titans secondary. Easy for me to say that we have picked on in the regular season. Will that be the case in the postseason?
2: Yeah, we picked on him and I think he's a good play this week. I really think that he's not gonna be owned. We're not gonna get any cheap savings in this week. So if you look at the quarterbacks, the highest price one is sixty seven hundred Alex Smith is fourth choice, he's 63, so we're only talking about $100 apiece between all these guys. So you're not looking at saving money this week. I look at it like this, I think Tennessee might be able to score against Kansas City, and that'll enable Alex Smith to keep throwing the ball. I think he's uh, one of my top two options at the quarterback position this week.
1: On the other side of the football, a gentleman that was primed to have a big year, everybody talked him up to have a big year. And he didn't really deliver. Matter of fact, he was downright terrible at times this year. That is Marcus Mariota with the second season underway tone. Any love for Mariota this weekend?
2: Hey, I don't love him. You look at what he's done. He had 14 fantasy points 12, 18, 5, 18. That's his last five games. I always talk about quarterbacks that throw over 20 fantasy points in a game. He's got one the entire season. One the entire season. If I'm looking for a silver lining, though, He's been hurt, right? He ran 10 times for 60 yards against the Jaguars. So I'm not going to play him. But if you want to feel like you want to roll the dice and you see the $5,500 salary, the, the one thing is, is that you need this guy to run. And we finally saw it, 10 carries for 60 yards this week.
1: Those ground yards are part of what he'd be able to do, but I think they're in a very tough spot this week, and I do think Alex Smith is one of the quarterbacks that you might want to start your DFS NFL lineups with in wild-card weekend. Heading over to the NFC, Tony. Where things get a little bit more competitive in the wild card round. Let's start with young Mr. Jared Goff going up against the reigning MVP. That is Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan takes the Falcons into Los Angeles to take on the Rams. And I was asking Matt Medica and those and these guys earlier, why don't the Rams play at the Rose Bowl?
2: Um, I have no idea what they're doing. Is it the Rose is it old? Isn't it like really old? The Rose Bowl. I mean, it they looks probably nice. don't have luxury boxes.
1: No, they. You're right. They probably don't. And then it probably would look
2: funny when it seats
1: 200,000 people and there's 40 people in the stands. That probably wouldn't be a good <laughs> look. For, probably wouldn't be a good look
2: for the NFL
1: football in uh, LA. Don't. It's not working, Tony.
2: I told people that already. It would never work. There's too much to do in LA. Like this week, there'll be a lot of people there. Like you'll be able to see Paris Hilton in the front row. Sylvester Stallone will be in the crowd this week. But not until they make the playoffs in that type of situation. And then, you know, MC Hammer, if someone will give him a ticket, he'll show up as well. Those guys will be there. Now, the NFC side of this thing is both games with the highest total. If you look at the Atlanta Falcons' defense, which was pretty good last year, uh, but this year they can't get to the passer at all. And they're facing the number one offense in the league that scored points this year. We're talking about... Uh, Jared Goff at 6,700, they allow the 25th most points to quarterbacks. I think Goff's a, a nice play in this game. If I was to read the talk
1: last year on January 2nd, I would tell you January 2nd, the year from now, you'd be talking about using Jared Goff in the wild card round, Tony, you'd have told him to get rid of me.
2: It's the best. Here's the best part. I think the two best plays are Jared Goff and... Uh, Alex Smith, who would have ever said that in the first round of the playoffs? That's going to be interesting. On the other side of the football is
1: Matt Ryan. Tony, you know, the Falcons offense is not as wretched as people thought it was this year. I think mainly it looks bad because you're comparing it against last season. Don't get me wrong, Ryan did not have a stronger season. It would have been hard to live up to that anyway. A down season for him. But the Falcons offense has not been as dreadful as fantasy owners think it has
2: been. It hasn't been, but as far as Matt Ryan from a fantasy perspective— what happened now is it seems like they've righted the ship offensively, and they've done it through the running game a lot like the Saints. And Devonta Freemans is coming back through that That concussion, has looked like the best back in football. And I think in this contest, that's where they're going to go. And I don't know if he's going to throw more than 20 fantasy points, which he hasn't this season. We went over that the other night. We're looking at a guy that threw 21 in his last game against Carolina, which is poor against the pass, but very good against the run. So it was a good matchup there to keep throwing the ball. But against New Orleans and Tampa, Tampa not a good defense, 15 fantasy points. Uh, Tampa, again, they played him twice, 19 fantasy points. Uh, Dallas, 15. Carolina, 22. So he's owned Carolina. Two out of his three 20-point fantasy games were against Carolina, and he's only had one outside of that. That was the Chicago Bears. Speaking of, who
1: do you think wins this game, Tom? Have you had? I know it's early
2: in the week. Yeah, I think the Rams. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I I think the Rams' defense has not played as well as it should have this season, and we're starting to see it play a little better uh, during the year. They have a great defensive line. They have a couple good linebackers. The secondary has been the question with the Rams, and they haven't. They haven't played bad. It's the front guys that have played bad. So I think the Rams' defense is not getting the credit it deserves. Now Atlanta's battle tested. They made it. You know. Great season last year. Three-quarters of the Super Bowl to the best team in football. I mean, it wouldn't shock you if the Rams ran. I mean, if the Atlanta Falcons ran it and were in the Super Bowl.
1: No, it wouldn't. I, I think one of these NFC South teams will be in the Super Bowl. going will be interesting to see which one that is, especially if one of these teams gets a matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles in the divisional round, as the Eagles seem to be the team that sticks out like a sore thumb. As, unfortunately, it actually could be an early exit without their guy and Carson Wentz. The marquee matchup this weekend, no Tone, Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints meeting this year for the third time. The Saints won both the regular season contests. You got Drew Brees and you got Cam Newton. The thing with Cam Newton, if good Cam shows up, Carolina Panthers advance. If bad Cam shows up, New Orleans Saints will advance.
2: Yeah, I'm going to start on the other side with the uh, New Orleans Saints. because I think this is the trickiest thing in the world. I think the Saints and Drew Brees have the best passing matchup out of all the, the games. But They don't use it. They don't use it anymore. Carolina is number two in the league at stopping running backs, and those two guys ran all over them the last time they played them. So I don't think they go away from that. I think they mix it up, but I think it's still the running game, so I'm going to stay away from Drew Brees, even though I think he has the best matchup. Now, you mentioned good Cam Newton, bad Cam Newton. Well, he's been both this year against the Saints. He put up 20 fantasy points against the Saints On 17-27 passing, and only 183 yards, he had two touchdowns passes. But then he ran six times for 51 yards in that game as well to give him 20 fantasy points. Early in the season when they played New Orleans, he was 17 for 26 in that game, only 167 yards, but he only had three rushes for 16 yards. So we've seen both games him throw for under 200 yards, but one game he got the rushing yards, and the other one he connected on a couple touchdown passes here. So the Saints have done a really good job at shutting him down for putting up a big game.
1: Yeah, they have. So now you looking at a situation where the money's on the line now. Do or die. Somebody's got to go home. Somebody will advance. <clears throat> you just feel like, you feel like this could be that game where Cam takes off the cape. I think Cam could be an intriguing GPP play.
2: Oh, he definitely will be one that won't be heavily owned. So I think he'd go there. I'll tell you what, though. I'd be shocked if they scored 27 points, Carolina. Mm. Now, it might take less to win that game, but that New Orleans defense has played good all year. I don't like the Carolina situation coming into the playoffs uh, with Devin Funches being the main guy, Greg Olson coming back, looking like he's a little bit healthy. Maybe the rest helped him. And Christian McCaffrey's going to have to show up and going to have to make a big play for them to put up some fantasy points.
1: Definitely going to need some work from CMC. Today goes our QB breakdown, lineup lock right here on FNTSY Radio. Uh, so make sure you get the right information. We'll be with you throughout the week, leading you all the way up to the beginning of wild card weekend. So you can get those lineups fully set. Obviously, we'll give you the people's lineup. So plenty of football talk still coming. But when we come back on the other side, going to get ready to put a bow on the program. We're Going to look at some last-minute NBA stuff. Maybe we start to see what the results of our polls are trickling in tone. So, um. Pretty good stuff coming up. Tony, having a good time doing this, rocking it out with you. Don't forget, Tony, next week, what do you think about the Georgia Bulldogs and the Alabama Crimson Tide, two oh. SEC teams?
2: I think Nick Saban wins. I love when he wins. Like it, It's so funny because I'm in the heart of SEC. I lived in the Florida Gators, and I root for Alabama because everybody hates Nick Saban.
1: Not a likable guy, Nick Saban, but his players love him. They play hard <laughs> for him, and his uh, – Accountant loves him also. State of Alabama, yeah. Rose with Nick Saban. When we come back, change gears, go back to the NBA, get some last-minute injury information, not to mention the fact we'll look at the lineups that we chose for the night.
0: DFS lineup block, sponsored by DailyRoto.com.
2: Here's the thing you gotta remember, people. When it's only five games, if somebody goes off for 50, 60 fantasy points and the next score is only 40 fantasy points, when you only have five games, those are hard to make up. The lower the amount of games, you gotta have the elite player in your lineup, and I think you need LeBron James in your lineup to go ahead and compete at this level. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the
0: Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio.
1: Final segment right here at Line of Lock, FNTSY Radio. Coming up next, you got the Fantasy Freestyle. Myself, Corey Parson, and Chris Venture holding it down for spitting speeds. Oh, boy. As he, con- young Frank
2: Sinatra.
1: <laughs> as he continues his Asia vacation. What you call him, son, uh, Frankie? What you call him, uh, Tone, young Frank Sinatra?
2: Yeah, yeah, Frank Sinatra there. He's a thing of the future, and the future is a mighty long time. And uh, it might be one of those futures like the Jetsons. When we told everyone would be go driving spaceships when we got older, no one has a spaceship. And uh, I think Venture's singing future might be uh same fate. That was rough the other night. Did he uh, <laughs> practice?
1: We're going to give Chris at the end of the week tone. By the end of the week, Chris, got, he got to Friday to drop a hot 16.
2: So there you go right there. Let me, Yeah, let me give Venture a little pep talk. I've never been good at anything i didn't fail the first time so put your head back in the game and go at it hard chris Ventura. go at it hard man bring some notes look down at your notes i see old rockers now have teleprompters mick jagger bruce springsteen they did teleprompters they can't remember the words so Ventura, you can do the same get a prompter
1: there you go right there tone let's head on out to the people's polls and see what it looks like tonight what do we got starting at the point guard position where are the people going
2: yeah the people uh you know the people uh they don't like to uh mix up things they're uh they like to go and um stick with their people here and uh i lost my my twitter poll yeah i i'm i'm, and, I'm, I'm uh, trying to pull it up, up. too
1: <laughs> this venture is what...
2: threw me off man venture threw me off i I know when that's the... singing
1: i know we looked at Kevin who was a player that we looked at tonight. So uh, I don't think Kimba's going to win this competition when it comes to uh, trying to figure out who these oh, players Dennis are. Dennis
2: Schroeder. Yes. Dennis Schroeder was the man, and he is uh, going to be the man in my lineup and the people's lineup tonight. And we're joining forces with uh, Dennis Schroeder, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, uh, we were Atlanta talking Hawks. about earlier. Now we have the Atlanta Hawks in the mix. It's all Atlanta all the time. Dr. A will be coming by soon. You know,
1: he you know Dr. A was at the Rose Bowl, right?
2: Yeah, he's he's everywhere, man. I'm telling
1: you, Tony, that app is downloading. Let's go to the shooting guard (laughs) position where we try to— Devin
2: Booker took 60% of the vote, and I tried to influence him. It was 55% of the vote. Tell him Evan Turner or George Hill would be the way to go and go cheap there, and uh, Evan Turner was second with 16% of the vote.
1: Interesting uh, note right there. The next one, we go to the small forward position. I would guess King James took this one.
2: Yeah, 57% of the vote. Kawhi Leonard, 30. T.J. Warren, 13. I think they were on the money there.
1: Hmm, interesting. A lot of people still – the Kawhi thing is an interesting play, though, Tone, I'll be honest with you. When it comes to power forward, uh, you got Aldrich Aminu, Porzingis, and Alex Lynn. I guess Christoph Porzingis won this.
2: Yeah, he won, and Mariah Carey needs some tea. Those two things are automatic.
1: <laughs> what do you think about Mariah's uh, second attempt?
2: I thought she was awesome. I loved how she went up there and did it. And I love that she commanded the T. Like, if she just went up there and sang and blew it away, it would be great. you got to leave a little of your own unique touch, and the T was great.
1: (laughs) I think she was trying to troll us with the T tone, to be honest with you. I do, too. I Mm -hmm. do, too. I don't think people are so stupid they don't get it. All right, coming up next, Dwight Howard, Tyson Chandler, John Collins, and Marcus all.
2: It's Dwight Howard, 52% of the vote. I'm on there. John Collins, I'm going to use as well. He came in second.
1: Hmm, interesting. John Collins, I'm coming second to Dwight Howard.
2: Do you know, Mariah, I could never go out with her because she's too smart. She got she got uh, $6 million from some rich guy, and they weren't even married. Oh, they just boy. broke up. And she
1: got, well, they did, well, how'd she pull that off?
2: I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know,
1: Tone. So i leave that one to be determined. We'll find that out by the end of the week.
2: So, there you go Real right quick, there. Real quick, Dennis Schroeder, Prince, James, Collins, Howard, Parker, Chris, Amino. Stay tuned. Corey that, Parson next. That
1: is the people's lineup right there. Have a good night. Good luck. Go ahead and get the bag tonight in DFS NBA when we come back on the other side. Time for, for Fancy Freestyles with myself and spitting. I mean, and
2: Ventra, uh, not spitting Speeds.